at Lauds each morning, we pray Psalm 66 with its refrain, May the peoples praise you, O God. May all the peoples praise you. This can be rightly seen as a heartfelt, fervent prayer for all peoples on earth, both Jew and Gentile alike, from all languages, tribes, nations, and peoples everywhere to acclaim, worship, and adore the one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The same can be said of Psalm 148, which the monastic community likewise chants each morning, a hymn of praise to the Almighty Lord, God, and Creator of all that is. Taken and prayed together, as St. Benedict prescribes in his rule, we can see now the start of a formulation of cosmic praise which issues forth from our lips, our hearts, and indeed our whole being. These two psalms point us to a spirit and a desire of unity which is at the very heart and center of the Trinitarian life for us. Through this call, prayer, and desire of unity is reversed the experience and the curse of Babel and its tower, which disunified and divided the peoples of the earth, one from another and from God. Psalms 66 and 148 serve well today's solemnity of Pentecost, which brings the Paschal mystery to its full to its fullness and its completion. At creation, we read in the book of Genesis that God created us in the divine image and likeness. He breathed into us his spirit coming forth from himself, filling us with life, his life, and we became disposed then to love, to serve, to obey, to live in communion with him and with one another, and to share in the life and the nature of the Blessed Trinity. What we hear proclaimed in the first reading from the Acts of the Apostles this day acts, as it were, to undo the, that experience of the sin and the Tower of Babel, a story where God's holy people, not content to live as such, decided to take their lives and desires into their own hands, building a tower up to the heavens. This is a theme that we encounter again and again, once with Adam and Eve in the garden, with the lies, the deception, and the seduction of the devil. The theme returns once again in the book of Revelation, with the image of the great battle in heaven, that battle between St. Michael the archangel and his angels and the devil and his minions. With the angels of darkness, themes of disobedience, idolatry, pride, of putting forth themselves as opposed to God abound. Themes of not listening to God, not cooperating with God, not loving, not serving, not obeying, and not living in communion with God and with one another, return over and over. The gift of the Holy Spirit 
sent upon the church and each of her members this day, together with the sevenfold gifts which the Holy Spirit, which the Holy Spirit brings, undoes and reverses this disobedience and pride, this idolatry, this not loving, not serving, not obeying, this disunity and division which is harbored by God's enemies. Where we are tired or afraid or closed up behind our locked and barricaded doors, the Holy Spirit enters with the gift of peace, strength, and courage, the gifts of forgiveness of sins, of reconciliation, of supernatural graces. Among the most needed gifts in our lives, in the church and in the world, is that of unity, a unity to bring together with God and with one another and to undo the disunity and isolation of division and sin. In his commentary on the first letter of St. John, St. Augustine asserts that the work of the Holy Spirit is to implant love or charity in our hearts. Because, as St. Paul writes, the love of God has been poured out into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, which has been given us. To the question, how do we know whether we have received the Holy Spirit, St. Augustine responds clearly, question your own heart. If you love your brothers and your sisters, the love of the Spirit of God dwells in you. The gift of the Holy Spirit confirms and increases the gift of Christ's peace which dwells in us. The Holy Spirit burns away and purifies sin and its consequences from us. He bestows the forgiveness of our sins and the remission of our sins as we hear in the Gospels. Through, the gift, through this gift in particular, we can truly join our hearts our voices and our lives, together with the psalmist, who in Psalm 132 declares how good, how pleasant it is when brothers live in unity. Through the outpouring and the superabundance of the, this gift of the Holy Spirit, so may we live. <laughs>